Peppa loves moving to music. Everyone loves moving to music. How's it going? It's going okay. All right. <laughs> and by okay, I mean, man, was it a lame, hard week? <laughs> that is a thing that happened here. Mm. But it was yeah. a it was a lot of rain this past yeah. week, and I mm-hmm. man, I love it. Invigorating. <laughs> well, it, technically, I am still a human being and would benefit from more sunlight. Mm-hmm. But for Marcus. Particularly, yeah, this is, I, I look up and I see the rain and I smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, the little girl really likes it because she gets to wear her new golden boots. Oh, sweet. Um, her, her previous pink kitty boots started to separate cracks in them, so therefore leaks. So she had to get some new, bo- new boots. And on Peppa Pig, Peppa got golden boots. And her best friend kept telling her, they're yellow. Golden <laughs> boots. Yellow. <laughs> anyway, it was it's cute, and so um, little girl got herself some golden boots, yellow. But uh, <laughs> she loves them, right. and she absolutely loves jumping in muddy puddles. Uh huh. So anytime there's rain, she says, right. "I can go jump in muddy puddles." <laughs> Great enthusiasm. Is that from something? A Peppa Pig. Oh, okay, they say yeah. that that literal thing. Yeah, everyone okay. loves jumping in muddy puddles. Uh, <clears throat> let me try that again. The narrator <laughs> says. Everyone loves jumping in muddy puddles, <laughs> and they all do. Uh-huh. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> uh, Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I do. <laughs> Indeed. I mean, maybe not muddy puddles so much, but I do, lo- I do enjoy jumping in puddles. So you escaped from a room. We we missed this part of uh, this topic on last week's show, but uh, for a, for a birthday celebration, you did an escape room. I hear. I did an escape room. Yeah, there was mm-hmm. a group of us. So since this is fairly uniquely city topic, uh-huh. cue the urban <laughs> report. 
up? Yes. What's up with this escape room? Uh, well, it's a place in downtown Portland. They do, they do miniature golf, um, <laughs> which is weirdly just a downstairs sort of a, I don't know, it's sort of, they outline the, the, would you call them courses if it's miniature golf? Uh, uh yeah, sure, sure. Fairways, the, the mini mm-hmm. ways of the yeah, things. Mini yeah, with, um, bricks, <laughs> pavers, that's what they are. bricks and pavers. Yeah. That they've painted in fluorescent paint. So it's all mm. sort of black light down there and glowy ah, fluorescent okay. colors. Uh, so I guess you could reconfigure it in any manner of ways, any number of ways. Right. They have an escape room that has many different possible games within it. So currently mm-hmm. it's set up like a creepy hotel room and you go through and you, you have to solve the various puzzles that get you into the next section of this, you know, creepy hotel. So, uh, yeah, it was a, it was good fun. We, there was a group of five of us. I want to say five, but maybe it was just four, uh, four of us who, you know, just ran through this sort of, uh, I guess it's a beginner, game and not not quite a beginner but you know not the most elaborate scenario that they offer it's not just a room it's like a room of rooms uh in a sense yeah Mm. but uh but they don't have a different you know theme for the various different games it it all starts in this sort of hotel lobby yeah that's a sort of a miniaturized i say miniaturized a a mm, cloistered (laughs) very small you know hotel lobby there's a there's a small desk and there's some chairs and there's a radiator and there's a a very short hallway and there's an elevator and you know some rooms so or or some doors more like so Mm -hmm. the puzzle goes you you know you solve this clue to get you to the next segment of the puzzle which may be another room or you know going into the elevator blah 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 Mm -hmm. it unlocks a, a, a box that gives you the key to the next room that kind of thing ah, okay. so but it was really really fun hmm. as a as a game because it it wasn't just um as i feared maybe you know one or two people sort of directing the thing and saying oh i know what we have to do we have to you know yeah. do this next thing we have to punch put put this here and and uh these numbers you know add up to this and that means we should put this in slot a mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody in the in the party had something to contribute at regular points along the game. Uh, you know, it wasn't just one person figuring it all out. It was, yeah, yeah. It was really, really good. Everybody had cool. their own insights and strengths that mm. that we all sort of benefited from. Perfect mm-hmm. scenario for for a puzzle room. Yeah. Cool. Basically, you get an hour to solve the puzzle. Um, they're watching you on cameras. <laughs> I'm watching you through a camera. <laughs> and uh, they'll if you if you need hints, you can ask for hints as you go. Oh, which, interesting. Uh, she was at pains to tell us everybody that has ever gone through has needed at least one hint to get through the puzzle. So, no shame in in asking for help when you get stuck. But did you? Oh yeah, we did. Uh, oh. But apparently fewer than most. 
<laughs> but they so. do charge you extra for hints. <laughs> no, no charge, oh, okay. no charge for hints. Oh, it's, it's part of the nice. fun. They, uh, <laughs> they, well, they want you to, they want you to win. They want you to solve yeah. the puzzle, and they want you to have, you know, a good time, not just be frustrated. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you're you're paying, I don't know, twenty or twenty or thirty dollars per person to mm-hmm. to to have this little adventure, and you know they want to make it worth your money. Yeah, and also time. be enjoyable to come back. Mm-hmm. Enjoyable exactly. enough to come back. Yeah, they're they're like, yeah, we have like you know thirty games. You could <laughs> you know please wow. come back and try some different ones. <laughs> We're like, whoa, hmm. all right. Hmm. So uh, I think they, Very they I think they changed the. Uh, aesthetics every few months or something and, and mm-hmm. then make up new games to go with the new configuration it was a yeah it was really great and uh nicely creepy and it was uh as good as i could possibly expect for a group game for a group puzzle thing yeah highly recommended cool. all right everybody, you, should, everybody should do an escape room really fun. you might sorry you might be able to hear rain in the background uh, i'm inside but it's uh, coming down Kind of hard outside maybe. now. So, I mean, yeah. maybe in the final recording, it's hard to yeah, yeah. hear it through the phone. So hmm. we can um, we communicate over the phone line, or you know, just yeah. to just to keep in <laughs> in easy communication. But we record separately, and that those mics pick up other things that the other person right. doesn't necessarily hear while we're Correct. recording. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, sometimes an unpleasant surprise later. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yes. I remember this buzz. <laughs> yeah, when I get when I get it onto uh, into the edit, <laughs> right. uh, confusing yeah. every once in a while. It's like, hey, where did that wine come from? <laughs> Does it sound like a streetcar outside? What happens? No. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you're when you were talking about them watching you on cameras, uh, it r- reminded me of that that film Murder by Death. Uh huh. <laughs> and possibly, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. Uh, the new movie Knives Out. Oh, right. Do you know know that one? Have you seen it? No, no. Oh, okay. I want to. I'm wondering, you know, I haven't read anything about it. I've only seen the trailer a couple times. And I'm wondering if it's kind of a remake or homage to Murder by Death or if it's its own thing. It sure seems like it. Oh. Have you seen a trailer? I have not seen a trailer, no. Hmm. I've heard a little bit about it. (laughs) I've heard a little bit about it, but I, and I know, um, I, I do like Ryan Johnson. It seems to be a you know, a critical and uh, commercial success. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes this one. Seems like it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to, to when it comes out streaming. Yeah. To check it out. But, uh, of course, our probably joint favorite bit from Murder by Death. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Peter Sellers as the sort of Fu Manchu, Dr. Chan yes. <laughs> character? Uh, yes. But where, buddy? What meaning of this, Mr. Twain? I will tell you, Mr. Wang, if you can tell me why a man who possesses one of the most brilliant minds of this century can't say his prepositions or articles. The, Mr. Wang, what is the meaning of this? Left out one small detail, Mr. Twain. Who victim? Is the, is the, who is the victim? That drives me crazy. Is confusing. It, it is confusing. Say your goddamn pronouns. Wow. <laughs> Good one from our youth. Yeah, I don't remember a terrible amount about it. Buns. Oh, what was the line about buns? It's yeah, the, the um, French 
people, their Hercule Poirot yeah, Poirot standards. He, he uh, I'm my freezing buns are... my buns off. Yeah. Or something. My, what? Freezing my buns. You mean you brought buns and you did not tell me? No, sir. The buns in my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the other one. All right. <laughs> yes. Just still, too. You mean you brought buns and you did not tell me. Yeah. One of mom's favorite lines. <laughs> Whatever the topic of buns came up. Uh-huh. I would imagine. So. <laughs> uh, I've been a little overwhelmed uh, catching up on BoJack Horseman, so my mm-hmm. <laughs> my emotions runneth over. That's I tell you what, yeah, <laughs> how they can keep up with a with such a roller coaster yeah. of highs and lows. Yeah, uh, it's just it's, way way <laughs> extreme back and forth. Bing, bing, bing. It makes me bite my nails every time uh, you know, a new <laughs> segment comes. Like uh, mm-hmm. I like. Oh, please figure it out. Please figure yeah. your life out. Please figure your life out. Oh, no, why? <laughs> <laughs> and then I want to, and then when he does, you know, I want to cheer. <laughs> yeah. So the end of the fifth season is, um, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> rather heartening. At least there's a, there's a positive change. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have faith that it'll last <laughs> very long, <laughs> but um, it's, you know, it's potentially possible. Yeah, well, I'm I'm on the cliffhanger in a sense that uh, I'm waiting for the the new episodes. Right I, now, you finished been, out. You've gone to the end through the the eight uh, season six episodes. Is that true? Right. Okay, you're right. caught up completely. Yeah. I'm uh, so I, I'm seven behind. So I have to wait uh, uh, four or five more days. Let's see, the thirty first it comes out. Yeah. The the last, I guess, the final episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirty first. Yeah. So of January twenty twenty. So I am passing the time by watching Disenchantment. Oh, I gave which up. Which is, yeah, see, I had given up as well. I didn't even finish the first episode for a, and for a long time, maybe close to a year, I didn't watch anymore. And then I said, eh, I'll put it on. Finish the first episode, watch the second episode all in one sitting. And I thought, eh, yeah, okay. And I kept going. And so now I'm in season two. <laughs> uh-huh. And I like it. It's oh, good. Um, it reminds me of. I mean, of course, it's uh, Matt Groening's creation. Right. Is it his creation, or is it just based on his teachings or ideas, themes? What do you think? Hmm. What um, do you know? I think he's probably like a creative director of this series. Mm-hmm. Just give you yeah, a it, general sense of what what he would like to see. And I'm not really sure. Something. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't read much about it on, on the side. Same. Uh, David X. Cohen is heavily involved. Mm-hmm. Who's a worthy showrunner, sure. I like That mm-hmm. is why I gave it a chance. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of early Simpsons, where there's a lot of sight gags mm. and uh, and lots of sort of puns. And, and this one has lots of relatively obvious jokes, you know, but that becomes part of its charm to me, and I'm okay with it. You know, uh-huh. you, have to be, you have to be okay with that to, to like the show, I think. You know, right. But, once you, I think, realize that they're not going to stop, <laughs> right? It's, it becomes okay, okay. and uh, the, you get to know the, the characters, and, and uh, this, the story moves. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I'll swim back into it at some point. But, uh, you might. I have a long, <laughs> I have a long, you know, even the stuff that I abandoned on Netflix alone. I still have a sizable queue. I finally managed to see Klaus. That is, um, ah, yes. that's a really great Christmas 
animated special. The yeah, the animation is stunning, and that they just mm-hmm. they played a lot with um, this sort of golden hour light. Everybody is uh, yeah. Uh, lots of lots of characters are often uh, lit from the side in subtle ways that mm-hmm. um, it just seems like animators showing off <laughs> to, to glorious effect. Yeah. Like not an not in an irritating way, just yeah, just in a just a, showing their skills a lush. Um, satisfying, just uh, it's 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 a beautiful film and wonderfully animated, all hand drawn, and mm-hmm. uh, well, not all, but the characters, of course, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. there's there's some, I guess, uh, in a similar way to Futurama, you know, where they introduce some three D environments that mm-hmm. uh, you know sort of spin around the characters and such, right? Well worth a look, even <laughs> post holiday. If you haven't seen it, I, I just I highly recommend it. I, I, I did enjoy it a lot. We did too. Um, night, lots of neat uh, and unusual camera angles, mm-hmm. and um, and good, just really good direction. Yeah, uh, a, a bit of an unusual premise, maybe. Mm-hmm. Seem to seem to wind in different ways before it sort of finally resolved. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did like it. And this and this story, you know, Klaus is infused with some deep humanity. I I I, I like sure, it for that. Yeah, yeah. Same with BoJack Horseman, right? BoJack Horseman has a lot of, you know, Hollywood isms and oh, um, very in jokes so. for yeah, you know, uh, L.A. denizens uh, mm-hmm. or people who are in the the Hollywood movie industry or TV right. industry. <laughs> but at the same time. You know, it, it's still a story about human frailty and how all of us are, we have a lot of the same failings as, as people are the mm-hmm. same, a lot of the same issues, right? Like you're not better because you get successful, you know, you're not, you're not, uh, <laughs> above uh, falling mm-hmm. because you made some successes. Right. And that's, uh, that may be stark sometimes in Bojack Horseman, but, um, I, th- I, it's, it's amazing to me that they keep pushing, uh, the, the complexity of their characters every season, you know, that yeah. they, I'm Very not much. sure how far they could go. Maybe season six is, you know, the end as it should be, or maybe they could have done more and more. I'm not really sure, but it's so far been about, you know, a few people becoming different over the course of a few years than they were. Mm-hmm. And we're along for the ride, baby. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, you'll see when you get into season six Yeah. where it goes. I've started. <laughs> Henry Fondle. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> that was... <laughs> It was one of the strangest uh, components of yes, the story yes. of the story so far. <laughs> Henry Fonda. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> moving on. Let's uh, do some music shares and get out of All here. All right. All right. Um, my music share is Jennifer Higdon's dance card. Okay. Uh, specifically, Movement Three, the Jumble Dance. Mm-hmm. It's a five-movement work that was commissioned by the uh, River Oaks Chamber Orchestra, ROCO, which is a, a Houston-based professional string orchestra. Oh, did not know. That I had never heard of. It's the yeah, best I'd... group of, you know, yeah, I did uh, not best know. chamber orchestra that I've heard um, <laughs> out of there that I would have never expected. Um, I don't know about never, but uh, they're really good. And their conductor at the moment uh, of this recording is, is Wei-Anne Chen. Okay. And she talks a little bit about the recording 
being the world premiere or the uh, what does she say she thinks of it more as the official world premiere because the other orchestra that co-commissioned the work i think it's the san francisco group played it not too long before this particular recording was made Without a conductor, so so she says. Uh, so this is the actual <laughs> world premiere. And Jennifer Higdon is a uh, professor, uh, chair of composition at the Curtis Institute of Music in Philadelphia, very prestigious music school. Mm -hmm. um, but self-taught flutist, interestingly. Flutist or flutist? Well, one would say either one, but she says flutist on <laughs> <Okay>. her bio. Much <laughs> prefer. Yes, and I don't know if she's a self-taught. Uh, Composer, it didn't say, mm -hmm. but she's a professor of composition. So, mm. um, and then of course her compositions speak for themselves. So, how um, unusual is Chin for being a, a a woman conductor? Um, getting less, but still quite unusual. Uh -huh. Joanne Folletta is one of the best known com uh, conductors in the world today. Mm -hmm. She does the uh, Buffalo Symphony and Buffalo Symphony. Virginia Symphony. Hmm. And has made quite a lot of recordings with, with um, especially Buffalo mm -hmm. and so uh, numerous groups around the world. She's um, very highly respected. Right. Um, there so, aren't a lot of women conductors, sure. is, especially the sort of more prestigious, prestigiously high you go in the orchestra world. Yeah, uh, that's really rare. And so it, she's one of the top best known, and she is at Buffalo in Virginia, hmm. sort of I don't know second tier orchestras not mm -hmm. considered world-class maybe although they are tremendously good i must say <laughs> um they're just not traditionally known as you know like the i don't know philadelphia orchestra chicago symphony yeah. berlin philharmonic london symphony you know that those are you know extremely well well known as the, the best sure well the know. symphonic world is slow and an orchestral world is slow to change of course in its assessment of of anything so mm -hmm. and uh, it, as as evidenced by them continuing to play music that's hundreds of years old. Sure. You know, and rightly so in mm -hmm. that respect, but more and more of them are championing new music and right. uh, new ways. Which is good to see. 
It's been mm -hmm. a hard sell for uh, contemporary composers. Um, lots of people want the pops or, yeah. you know, Mozart and Bach. <laughs> well, and that's why this sort of music share is... It, dance card isn't um, necessarily a tremendously uh, enjoyable piece of music for an audience. <laughs> it's nice, uh -huh. I think. It's, right. uh, and I like, I like it for what it is. She wrote it to celebrate the joys of string players playing together. Okay. Uh, to condense her her uh, bio of the piece, mm -hmm. her synopsis of the piece. That's that's basically it. Music for music playing's sake, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so true art music, not a story. Mm -hmm. um, though she did she did title them. It's five movements of fast, slow, fast, slow, fast, mm -hmm. and uh, just nice, you know. It sort of reminds me of almost a Thomas Newman type of string mood music mm -hmm. in a way. But uh, the Rocco group is all about commissioning new works. And they, ha they have over 60 new works that they've commissioned now wow. from, from all walks of uh, orchestral composers. And uh, they're doing good stuff. That's uh, uh, roco.org. They have all of their performances available on their website for streaming uh, for free, and they do. Uh, you can stream their concerts, their performances live as well. So it's worth a worth a look, see, worth a listen. Excellent to kind of browse through and and uh, see, check out their vast body of new works that they've commissioned. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, I would imagine you've kind of faded some, some stuff. In sure, yeah, probably, I was talking. probably. So it, there's like I say, there's not necessarily a um, I got your moment in that piece. Yeah, yeah piece. So okay. that's fine. So that was cool. Right, and another good. one that I happened to, that just happened to be on when I turned on the car is wrote yeah. it down. Synchronicity is good. Yeah. How about you? I have a, yeah, I've been going through my to listen playlist from last year. Mm -hmm. And as I run through the, the sort of <laughs> the last bits, every time I get a release radar or a discover weekly, I'll, throw the album if it's an album release um on my to listen playlist if i think i want to hear more from that band and uh this band the faint uh caught my ear uh for being part of this sort of vaporwave or uh synthwave trend hmm. uh, that has come <laughs> up in the last few years so referencing you know, uh, video game music and uh, John Carp Carpenter soundtracks, stuff from, from the 80s, you know, the synth stuff that uh, got, got uh, shoved into movie soundtracks all over the place. Yeah. Um, it, it, it sort of evokes that sort of neo-synth thing <laughs> from, from the 80s or late 70s. Mm -hmm. It uh, evokes that era but uh, brings it into a modern context. So mm -hmm. it's it's almost nostalgia, but more just a, a sort of retro influence.
Well, I was going to say when I listened to it that if I have to shoehorn things into categories or mm -hmm. into um, what it sounds like to me, you know, sort of it's reminiscent of. Yeah. And then I say, I was going to say Duran Duran meets Tangerine Dream. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So if that's what they were going for, then I guess I got it. <laughs> yeah. See, it feels like that to me. They don't have... Uh, Wikipedia doesn't list that as a genre, but it does. It definitely feels like that sort of to me that that retro flavor. Mm -hmm. So, but this song uh, called what did they call it? Life's a joke. Uh, Life's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was. Uh, it, it just jumped out at me, and I think I think that was the one that Spotify threw at me that I saved the album for, and then I and then I enjoyed the album mostly as I played through it. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, worth a listen. On that side, I think they do have some uh, punk and dance influences that make them a, a stand out. You know, they've got vocals and things, whereas a lot of synthwave is purely instrumental, and certainly vaporwave mm -hmm. is the same. Cool. All so, right. That's all I got. There ain't no more. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think of. Uh... been flushing for 20 minutes. Is there a problem? Uh, no, Principal Skinner. <laughs> Very well. I'll continue to wait. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. if, <laughs> if you'd like to send us an email, you, uh, I continually try <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just keep it's it gotta simple. be organic, That's otherwise good. it's Always just <laughs> My life's a living joke. Yeah. If you'd like to send us an email, <laughs> you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers. Because this podcast is called It's, it's Just Called oh. Two Brothers. And one of those brothers is me, James. <laughs> totally forgot. And one of them is you. <laughs> and I'm Marcus. Yeah. Still Marcus. Um <laughs> Welcome and yeah. farewell. Yeah. <laughs> If you use Twitter, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. Yep, and newsletters abound <laughs> at somewhere. Yeah, do a weekly newsletter at uh, buttondown.email slash pronologus. That's P-R-O-N-O-L-A-G-U-S. We'll link it in the show notes. Otherwise, uh, there is a link at marcusharwell.com that contains my mm -hmm. sort of daily image blog. A lot of yeah. photography and some drawings on there. Okay. So, so that's it. I've been trying to catch up on Magic Tavern as yeah, well. Yeah, there's no way. So. Me. It's not easy. <laughs> Did you say that um, <laughs> Spintex the Green's new spinoff podcast is a is a pay to listen somehow? It is. It's it's like a yeah. Stitcher Premium, I believe. Well, that's just sad that they're doing something like that. <laughs> well, they want to mm -hmm. they want to fund their efforts, so I get it. It's a, his Twitter feed is still <laughs> really really good. I think it's at so. Spintex the Green, right? That's some. Good ones. I think I mm -hmm. I sent you one the other day. Yeah, it'll it'll just pop up in the feed randomly. <laughs> yeah, mm. Something about child death or <laughs> the the weirdness yeah. of human beings, right? From a wizard's perspective. <laughs>